0: In a world with too much pop culture to consume, one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine, well, very little actually. Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with. And
1: the other has never even seen.
0: I'm Eric Johnson.
1: And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com.
0: And you can find all of our past episodes on iTunes and Google Play Music.
1: Today, we're talking about The Big Lebowski, a 1998 film about a man in Los Angeles who looks like the perfect embodiment of his time, whatever that means... Uh, he finds himself wrapped up in a labyrinthian missing persons case and along the way crosses paths with low life's alluring dames and a wealthy paraplegic in a wheelchair, which is usual for paraplegics, I think. Also, he goes bowling with John Goodman and Steve Buscemi. It's a cult neo-noir classic, and I've never seen it, or at least not all of it. I actually have seen it the first approximately half of this movie several times, but yeah. have fallen asleep.
0: You've you've had some big sleep uh, part way through this movie, uh, Yes, yeah.
1: something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, the the perfect embodiment of his time. So I should I should note that this movie does not take place in 1998. It takes place, I think, right at the start of the first Gulf War. Uh, in fact, let me check that. It takes Sorry, it takes place in 1991. I know that and... it takes
1: place sometime after Vietnam
0: yes no it takes place in 1991 because Uh, this is not
1: vietnam there are rules you see i have seen part of this movie
0: (laughs) it's a very quotable movie we will get into that (laughs) after the break so let's go watch this and then we'll come back and talk about it (laughs) hey guys emily and i are off watching the big lebowski and we are we should warn that we are about to spoil the shit out of this movie, so do not listen any further if you have not watched the movie. Yet,
1: yeah, not just silly quotes like the one that I just said, which obviously I know without having seen the whole thing, but like actual plot points that, you know, might ruin your enjoyment of the movie.
0: And Emily, we have to watch the whole movie today, not just the first 20 minutes. So I've
1: seen more than the first 20 minutes, but you mean that I can't fall asleep partway through?
0: Yeah, no, that's not recommended. So I I'd recommend I'm you have know,
1: so ha- mystified by this.
0: Have have some coffee, you know, just just kind of you know, do your best. <laughs> I will. And, I will uh, do my best. Uh, for, for anyone who uh, does not uh, own this movie already, which I don't understand, but if you don't, uh, there's a lot of places you can find it online. Uh, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, the, the paid Amazon subscription, you can stream it for free on yes! Amazon Prime.
1: Love it when that happens
0: uh but then if you don't have that uh unfortunately it's not on Netflix but so if you don't have Amazon Prime you can rent it for 3 bucks from the normal Amazon Video from iTunes, Vudu, Google Play and you can buy it from all those places uh, it looks like currently it's uh, at the time of this recording it's a lot cheaper to buy on Amazon Video than the other places but whatever H- however you do it go watch The Big Lebowski and then come back with us as we talk about it after this
1: enjoy the movie And we're back. We just watched The Big Lebowski. Uh, Before we get to my thoughts on the movie, though, Eric, why did you pick this for the podcast?
0: Uh, This is not why I picked this for the podcast, but... Uh, well, I mean, you know, why I picked this for the podcast is because uh, connection to the Big Sleep. I knew that the Big Sleep was on the list, and uh, I wanted to pair the Big Sleep with the Big Lebowski, um, knowing without having seen the Big Sleep that there was some connection between the two, at least thematically. Uh, so uh, that's why I picked it. Um, but since in the tradition of just something I liked in the movie, this is a small thing, but I love how like trashed jeff lebowski's car the, the dude's car gets this gets wrecked throughout this movie it's just like one thing after the other and that's something that just that cracks me up every single time in this movie it's just like his fucking car
1: yeah no i mean it definitely it gets pretty trashed yeah in fact completely
0: um, burned. yeah by, by the end of it they, 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 fi- they finally fucking killed it
1: well they finally did it Kill my fucking car.
0: But uh, that's, that's a small thing, and I'm sure there'll be a lot, a lot of other bigger things we want to talk about, so let's get right right to it. Uh, Emily, what did you think of The Big Lebowski?
1: Well, let me preface this by saying I've actually seen a much greater proportion of this movie than I realized. Really? Yes. Um. So I have seen, and I could have told you this, actually, I didn't realize how far into the movie it was, but if you'd asked me, I could have told you that, like, somehow the last thing I remember is the, the car-destroying uh, okay, that's very that's very vague. Um yeah, that's, specifically it's... Walter destroying the kids the kid's nice car. You see so, what happens,
0: Larry? Right. You see what happens <laughs> You see what happens, Larry do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the
1: act Right. So that whole thing and, like, sort of the phone conversation after it. Um, yeah. So I I was I noticed, I took took note of it. And so that's actually an hour and 15 minutes into wow. an hour and 57-minute movie.
0: So that's, so, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've
1: actually seen a much more sizable chunk of this movie than I realized. That's almost half. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs>
0: more than half i'm I'm messing with you yeah i know it's more than half
1: yeah no it's it's a it's a lot of the movie um and i mean i'm not really surprised that i fell asleep though
0: really yeah wait you fell asleep again
1: no i didn't fall asleep this time because okay. i was intentional but like but like uh I'm not surprised that I, that I, you know, lost focus and lost interest
0: in it. Okay. So let's let's break it down. Because I kind (laughs) of did.
1: I mean, I I don't know. And I, and it's, and you know, I think it's probably a sort of a weird combination of not being particularly invested in it and also like all of the stuff that's like, not all of the stuff that's like funny about it, obviously, because there's lots of stuff that's supposed to be funny, but like, I mean, a large number of the big comedic beats, like, first of all, I already know and I'm familiar with, and also like have had beat to death in, in like my, in my social universe. Um, so, so when I said, when I say I've watched, you know, the beginning of this movie, at least through the destroying of that kid's car a couple times, the first time was when I was studying abroad five years ago. Um, and like, we all kind of, like, I don't know, we were all really tired. I think we'd probably been on some trip somewhere or whatever. And, yeah. um like, we all kind of gave up partway through, but most of us, like, a lot of the people in the group had already seen the movie, and that was enough of it that, like, a lot of the, like, major... I mean, yeah, uh, the, the things the things that people quote all the time. I mean, as I said in the beginning, the, like, you know, there are rules. This, is, this isn't nom. This is league play. There are, there rules. are rules. Like, I know that <laughs> one. I mean, like, Donnie, you're out of your fucking element. Shut up. Uh, I'm the like, walrus. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, it tied the room together. Like, all of this was, like, stuff that we spent, like, a lot of, like, we quoted constantly. Like, we, we sort of beat the jokes to death a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel like I've kind of had the be- the jokes beat to death, and like have like a- and remain not that invested in the plot. I guess.
0: So ah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a, that looks like a really unique thing. Like it'd be one thing if you watched it by yourself and you're like, I didn't find it funny. But it feels like you had people who made it unfunny for you in a way. Sort of like if they, if they were constantly quoting the lines and you hadn't even have a chance to watch the well, full movie.
1: I mean. It- it's not that they made it unfunny, because I mean, I wasn't the—I don't think I was the only one who hadn't seen it, um, like who hadn't watched it all the way through. I right, think but it's, someone
0: who's like going over, over and over again over the same lines, the same well, stuff. I mean, that—that that can kind I mean, of like—I
1: don't know. Well, I feel bad because like the way that you're framing that is is throwing my friends under the bus, which I don't want to do, because um, I like them a lot. So like, please don't do that. Um,
0: but but I mean like. It it's, it feels feel, it feels like it, they kind of made it hard for you to like the movie. Is what I'm saying is like if if they're being if they're saying the same stuff forever and over again, but you haven't watched the movie, so you have an impression of the movie as just being these lines, then that's where you're gonna well, fix it. I mean, I'm on. not saying
1: I'm not saying I have an impression of the movie as being those lines. I think it's 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 moments of humor that like I don't find as funny, I guess.
0: But yeah. I also
1: like in an overarching sense, like I am I find myself like not not particularly enthralled or engaged with with the plot and the sense of humor anyway i mean like it's Hmm. not i i I probably shouldn't have started with that because it's not just about the fact that like i go into it very familiar with a lot of the famous lines from the movie like i don't know i i i don't know it doesn't really like i i I, it's just kind of not my speed i guess i don't know
0: i'm kind of like i'm I'm really surprised by that just because i mean it feels like it should be your speed it's in terms of the neo-noir connection and sort of like that whole element to it go ahead sorry
1: I don't know I don't I don't necessarily like I I often have a lot of problems with like that concept of neo-noir and like a lot of stuff gets billed as like neo-noir and it's like well what the fuck do you even mean like I, I and I mean I get I see I see where that comes from in this and like I I get I get what that is and, like, I see what the parallels are. Certainly the parallels to The Big Sleep are there. There are some parallels more to The Maltese Falcon in a couple cases. I mean, like, yeah. the the when he gets slipped, the Mickey, like, that's right. straight out of the scene with Sidney Greenstreet. Um, but I don't know. Just because something is, like, quote-unquote neo-noir, like, I, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm, like, gonna like it, like, because I like a lot of film noir movies. I mean, I don't know. I find the... Like I find the dude like kind of annoying, like.
0: Well, okay, so here, here's the thing with the dude. So okay, and I was thinking about this since we just, just watched him, The Big like, Sleep.
1: I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I,
0: he, he, here's what I was thinking about. So so in the intro that I wrote for you, we were just talking about how this is the dude. He's the man for his time in his place. He's like the the man for his time. As I think is just yeah, version but not that in I bodies,
1: put. which is what it said in the, in our intro. Wait, I
0: couldn't remember the exact line when I was writing that intro. Whatever. The point is that. um you think about philip marlowe and particularly the humphrey bogart version of philip marlowe right and also i guess other bogart characters sam spade whatever um they're kind of like the prototype for sort of like a james bond or an indiana jones type character They're for a prototype for a specific sort of hero who is who's you know manly in a certain way and is kind of like actively like taking charge of this situation is like going doing that detective work is it's kind of it's 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 a certain type of hero for sure and you think about the dude and he is an he's not an anti-hero but he's like an unhero he he is the he, he is the supposed to be the reflection of just society of just the human comedy of just like everything that that that's actually real and not like a not a fictional character. He's supposed to be sort of this this exaggerated caricatured version of like people who are not in control of most of the crazy shit that goes on in their world. And I feel like like I feel I feel like it's one thing to be like, yeah, maybe, maybe Neon war is not the the best like term for for this if like you come in expecting. Uh, expecting the big sleep, maybe maybe I set that up the wrong way, but I no, kind of feel I didn't, like. No, I
1: mean I've, I didn't come into this expecting the big sleep. I know better than that. I've seen three quarters of it, so. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I I don't know. I feel like that there there's something really cool about here's this character who gets wrapped up in this crazy ridiculous story. And he does almost nothing in this movie. Like everything is being done to him. He's getting dragged around and pushed around to all these ridiculous characters, all these places, all this stuff. And the one time, the literally only time he tries to do anything, uh, when he tries to etch uh, what Jackie Treehorn has, has drawn, you know, uh, or has written on his notepad while listening to a phone call, it's it's nothing. His one attempt at detective work is completely bupkis because it's just it's just Jackie Treehorn drawing a picture of of, of a man with a dick. And I I think that's hilarious in this like grand way. And looking at the story as a whole, I think there is something incredibly funny about just the dude and his sort of lack of lack of heroism in this world. I think I think that's that's just like you know, and and that's why I feel like the movie has to be appreciated as a whole story, and not not as long, not as cut lines that do get overquoted online and stuff, you know.
1: Okay. End of rant. Um. So that's fair. Uh, I don't. Okay. Not to the story needing to be appreciated, but to the sentence that you started before about like how grandly funny it is. Like you find it grandly funny that he does literally nothing in the whole movie. Like I, I I mean, you're right. That's true. Uh, I, I don't know. I just don't find that like, like particularly interesting or, or appealing or, I don't know. Like, I, that, that to me doesn't have the same, like, I don't know. It's just not something that I find like entertaining and funny in the same way that you do. And again, I feel like, I wish I hadn't said the thing about my friends quoting the movie because, like, I feel like, I feel like you're kind of, uh, I don't know I feel like you're sort of sticking to that and like you're right like this movie does get well over- I'm just trying to
0: understand why you didn't like in well, I'm trying to transition movie- more on a bigger level than oh I didn't feel it or I didn't you well,
1: know no I know and so and so I mean yeah the movie does the movie does get overquoted, but like I don't think I don't think that I that I don't connect to this movie just because I've I've been overexposed to quotes from the movie like I don't know I just kind of like I don't And I, and I understand that like, that there's, that like, this is probably part of the point. Um, and some of this might even sound similar to what you had to say about train spotting, but like, I don't know. I don't find anybody that I care about. Like there's nothing, I don't know. I don't, I don't find much to like, to like really hang my hat on and, and be like, I don't know. I don't like, again, I don't, I don't find it like, like sort of grandly hilarious that he does nothing i'm just kind of like god fucking put some clothes on like and i get that it's his character but i'm just kind of like oh
0: all I right don't know. so <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm trying to think of I'm like, just, what's, like not, the, what's a I'm just different just not angle into his,
1: like... i'm just not into his shtick i guess i don't know
0: yeah um well i mean i don't know maybe if you're not into his shtick maybe this is a dumb question to ask but did you kind of like did you did you notice all the sort of repeated lines like the way he talks
1: well, yeah, I I think I mean I don't necessarily know precisely what you're referring to, but I mean like yeah, he has he has like a whole a whole speech pattern.
0: Well, it's, it's not just his speech pattern though. Like ninety percent of the dude's dialogue in this movie is just literally parroted stuff that other people have said to him in the movie. Oh
1: yeah 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 okay yeah that's true. Yeah. So like in yes, the very he repeats, first scene he repeats he's in, things over and over again. That's
0: and the yeah. Ralphs he hear he sees George H W on TV saying this will not stand this aggression against uh, kuwait and later on he's he's talking to uh, the big lebowski about the people who uh, who peed on his rug and he says
1: this will not stand you know this
0: aggression will not stand man but maybe that's maybe that's a dead end um
1: no i mean i you're you're right about that again i just like i don't know i feel like he's this kind of like Well, you already summed it up pretty well about like he's not—he's not a hero. He's not an antihero. He's an unhero. Like I get that. I see it. I just, well, I don't—I don't care, really. I don't care about him. I don't care about. Try other characters. Let's try other characters. What did (laughs) you think of Walter? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I really have anything to say. I mean, like. Uh, he's funny he has he has some funny lines but he's I don't know I feel like he's just kind of this like uh uh, like sort of sort of the classic hot-headed blowhard kind of like yeah I don't know I'm sorry I realize I'm not really like contributing very much to this and like there were there's plenty of moments like that I you know get a get a little kick out of or like lots of like little appearances like I mean, you have to love like all of the, uh, all of the little, the little roles like this that Philip Seymour Hoffman did before he became like Philip Seymour Hoffman. You know, right? Like, <laughs> like this or or the best friend character in fucking Along Came Polly. Like he just he just shines in these like glorious ways in these little, little tiny parts. roles. Like yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman is great. I mean, John Turturro is never not excellent, even though he's just like. Sort of very in two briefly scenes, there. Which, yeah. Remus Lupin casually hanging. I was going to ask if you noticed that. Of course, yep, I Remus noticed Lupin. Remus Lupin and Ranjit, yep. like in the very. Ranjit next from scene. I met Your Mother. Yeah, yep. I mean, like that stuff is that stuff is fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I I got a kick out of that. But Peter
0: Stormare doing his best to be a a bad porn actor. um <laughs> Oh, who? Peter Stormare. Am I pronouncing that right?
1: I have no idea. I don't Hang know who that second.
0: is. Wait. He he's like a, I think he's German. He's one of the nihilists, um, along with Flea from the Red Hot oh, Chili no. Peppers. Oh no, he
1: might I recognize Flea. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, Peter Stormare was the main nihilist though. He he was the one who was uh, like holding the scissors in the in the dream sequence and saying like we're gonna cut your dick off, Lebowski. And he was also in in uh, jam and the the porn film that uh, Bunny Lebowski. Yeah, oh yeah 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 yeah.
1: No, I mean I know um, who you're talking about in the movie. He was
0: in Fargo. Um, I he seen it. was in well, he's in a video game that you haven't played, obviously. Um, That's surprising. So, you have committed to commence with this game. This is significant, and I want to help you see it through. He was in Fargo, though. Did I mention that? I haven't seen Fargo. <laughs> uh, let's see. Apparently, he was on the Frogger episode of Seinfeld, which would have been uh, the first place I saw him. But I'm looking at his Wikipedia page, obviously. Um, I mean,
1: he wasn't familiar to me
0: yeah anyway he's, he's yeah he's been in a bunch of films he's uh uh a Swedish actor and uh, he played one of the nihilists in this okay. um, I didn't recognize him anyway
1: um yeah no I was also not cool with Donnie dying in yeah. fact it literally says in my notes what the fuck in all which caps. is
0: the intended reaction yeah. I know,
1: but I don't like like <sighs> seriously does that just happen because that's the intended reaction though like what other point does that serve?
0: This is like, this is like Coen Brothers 101. I know, I'm aware. Shit, I, shit happens and someone dies and, I know. you know. I,
1: I, I'm aware. I've seen other Coen Brothers movies and like, I'm yeah. sorry, fuck that. Why the fuck does Donnie have to die? Like, I... He because spends, people die. I know, but it's... <laughs> I don't L- like life, it. Life is
0: random and infuriating. Coen Brothers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, but that doesn't mean that I have to like it in a movie. No, no, no. I I know. Like, I'm I'm just, I'm I mean, just, I'm if just we're, antagonizing you, I realize <laughs> that you are, and I I don't know. You probably know that I don't like being antagonized, but um.
0: Oh, I do know. I just do it anyway. <laughs> uh, yay! Love
1: that. Um, but I mean, like, uh, okay. So if we're playing, if we're playing big sleep parallels, like, sure. You know, it it definitely reminds you a lot of like the description Humphrey Brogart gives when um, Elijah Cook Jr.'s character dies. You know, he describes it to Agnes as like, "I had to watch this this innocent little guy get killed." He says it again to um, to Lauren Bacall. You know, I, yeah, I had to kill a guy. I watched an innocent guy die. Like, you know, he's like sort of torn up about like that that poor insignificant guy who really didn't hurt anybody dying. Like, that stinks. Right. So, sure, that parallel is there, but it's also just, like, Jesus Christ. Like, Donnie's whole role <laughs> in this movie was just, like, everybody yelling at him and telling him to shut up and that he was out of his element, and then he just dies for absolutely no reason. And, yes, I get that that's life, and I get that that's the Coen brothers, but I'm also just, like, I'm already kind of, like, I don't know. I'm kind of already, like, eh. Well, he, he also, on I mean. this movie, and then. And then, like that happens, and it's so. So I, I sort of at that moment went from like, again that series of noises that I just made, like sort of, eh, uh, mm, mm, yeah, mm, on the movie to like, seriously, are you fucking kidding? Like, no, just no, just stop. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that's anyway, my evolution. Of fear. I, 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 w- I would
0: argue that in addition to my antagonizing comments about uh, the the quote unquote meaning of Donnie's death, is also you. It does force that character moment between Walter and the dude at the end, where Walter is, is where, where the dude is finally like speaking up for himself, so using his own words.
1: God damn it, Walter! You're fucking asshole, dude. I'm sorry. It's
0: mean, a fucking travesty with you, man. I'm sorry. It was an accident. What was that, what
1: was that shit about Vietnam? Dude, I'm sorry. What the fuck? Does anything have to do with Vietnam? Dude, I'm what sorry. What the fuck are you talking about?
0: Dude, I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with your st- with the war from 30 years ago, you know? Like, the, the boys dying face down in the muck. Like, this is supposed to be our friend, and you, you know, ca- yeah, calling him no. out on this bullshit, you know? No, you're
1: right. And I mean, that that character moment and that rant certainly needed to happen, doesn't make me less frustrated that Donnie had to die. I don't know. And then, and
0: then of course, because of who, what this movie is, then the resolution of that conflict is fuck it, dude, let's go bowling. So, yeah. and it doesn't exactly point to necessarily character change on Walter's part, although it Which, does seem by I the mean, end, the dude has
1: really expect that. I don't know,
0: no, but, but it does seem though that the dude has been changed by the end. He does seem to have, you know, by the dude abides, he seems to have, have come away with, with, with some, element of maybe even even further detachedness or maybe an acceptance of and a happiness about uh the the randomness of sort of ups and downs strikes and gutters all that stuff um let's see i'm trying to sure. think of what else okay um let's see i'm sorry what you think? i
1: realize that i'm being like really difficult yeah <laughs> no, I'm, I'm
0: just i'm just trying to keep the conversation going now um what did you think of like the the whole musical scene the uh the uh... gutter ball scene
1: the like weird dream sequence when he's been drugged with the drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What condition? Well, my uh, note that I wrote down about it says, "What and why is the dream sequence?"
0: <laughs>
1: I was just I, again, I was just kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't know why I'm watching this. And I don't have that much interest in watching this kind of All
0: right.
1: sorry, I know, and I realize I realize I'm being like I'm being a terrible podcaster and conversationalist right now because I just keep saying like no to everything that you say, which is like really not helpful as far as actually <laughs> talking about something, but like I don't know. I mean that, oh, that, I know that what I literally wanted that. was my reaction. To that dream sequence was just kind of like I don't know, like so much of the rest of it. I was just kind of like, I don't I don't yeah. know why I'm watching this scene.
0: The, I, I know what I wanted to mention is, um so, at approximately the same point in The Big Sleep as when the dude is at Jackie Treehorn's place is when uh Philip Marlowe is at the casino, Eddie's casino. Okay. And so, in that scene where Eddie takes Marlowe back and gives him a drink, I was full-on primed for it to be poison because of this movie oh. no knowing that there were there was a chandler connection i was watching and eddie does not drink and i was as soon as that happened as soon as marla drank and eddie did not i was like oh shit here it comes and then and then it didn't happen and i was like what the fuck like, i i i couldn't mention that last week because that would that would point to what right. happens to I would the know, dude here would be a
1: spoiler for this no i see. but
0: i as soon as as soon as that <laughs> did not happen in the big sleep i was like I, I was I was I thought I was picking up on clues here. I thought I had leads. Leads? Yeah. Sure. I'll uh just check with the boys down at the crime lab.
1: I don't know. I mean, I feel like there are certainly plenty of parallels. I as I said the thing about Donnie and Elijah Cook Jr. Uh, the fact that there's the mysterious tale throughout that turns out not to be particularly sinister. Yeah. Um that, you know, that's also another parallel like there there are, there are plenty and and again, I mean, I also am not I don't necessarily think that my guess in our last episode at what the parallels were was that far off, which is (laughs) like just a lot of convoluted mystery nonsense with more and more people constantly involved (laughs) <laughs> and, and the Tara Reid character is kind of the younger sister, the Carmen yeah. character. Like, I don't really think that that was that bad of an evaluation. <laughs> no, I, th-
0: I think that's, I mean, um, now having seen The Big Sleep, the, the parallels are less pronounced than I had been led to believe by fans of both movies. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people who love The Big Lebowski who say like, oh, this is a movie made for fans of Raymond Chandler. And I feel like I maybe enjoyed it more in isolation i, I don't know <laughs> well,
1: yeah well um well and there's also there's more of raymond chandler there's a whole lot more to raymond chandler than True. just the big sleep so but there, the might name, be, the big lebowski, there might the big lebowski the big sleep i know yeah, there might yeah. be other stuff that we're not picking up on um although i will yeah. say having being more steeped in the non-neo side of noir <laughs> um there was definitely there were definitely a couple of times like That I was able to identify other things that were definitely not the big sleep, but were clear noir references, like Like, again the the well the scene that you were already talking about when he's at Johnny Treehorn,
0: Jackie Treehorn, Jackie
1: Treehorns, um and and Jackie slips in the Mickey. I mean that Mm -hmm. scene is, it's it's very similar to um. It's very similar to the scene, uh, the second scene with Humphrey Bogart and Sydney Greenstreet in *The Maltese Falcon*, when again Sydney Greenstreet slips him a Mickey. Yeah. Um, Which is the like, you know, old
0: sort of like old a roofie. movie. Old
1: movie. <laughs> it's in the old movie term for roofing someone. Yeah. But like for just passing them out as opposed to you know raping them or whatever. Right. Uh, that was that was the main one. Um, I think that might be the only one that I wrote.
0: Well, so something that I I discovered... Yeah. and
1: another thing. um, And there's no way that this is in reference to... Wait, hold on. Let me check my facts before I say there's no way it's in reference. Okay. Because I'm thinking it was 98, but it might have actually been 96.
0: This movie was 98, I believe. No,
1: I know. Oh, 97. Oh, so it... (sighs) Ha, <sighs> it m- LA confidential. Yes, it might <laughs> it might have been a reference but probably not because of the length of time it takes to make movies. I'm doubting that they would have written this reference in. So it's probably more just like both of them were talking in some of the same language, cinematic language. Um right. Johnny Jackie, Jackie, Treehorn's Jackie house reminded me a great deal of Pierce Patchett's house. And that interaction with him and the dude actually sort of reminded me more of um, like Russell Crowe's uh, Bud White's interactions with Pierce Patchett, okay, than than like actual vintage noir.
0: And yeah, no, just, I mean, I, I, thought, just been... I thought it was just that one like thing of like going to the den of vice, and here's this yeah. guy who's supposed to be evil, and he's making, he's talking about interactive erotic software, which, <laughs> which was was especially especially prescient even for '98. Like that's that's uh, that's calling ahead for by about uh, you know yeah, 10, 20 technology years was
1: was way behind <laughs> where we are now in
0: '98. Um... Yeah, new technology permits us to do very exciting things in interactive erotic software. Wave of the future, dude. 100% electronic.
1: But yeah, and that's probably not intentional. And again, a lot of it is probably just kind of the similarity of the house. Like the layout yeah. of the living room is similar to Pierce Patchett's. Like, I don't know the
0: architectural term, but that like modern kind of California whatever style with all yeah, the cal- giant like windows. Cal- and...
1: California mid-century modern. Yeah. It's not very <laughs> precise, but... <laughs> something in that neighborhood yeah i
0: believe it yeah oh my
1: god like when this is in california this is obviously in south dakota but like the house in uh north by northwest which is the best house on the yeah planet, yeah the coolest house
0: that that may be one of the most memorable movie houses like in anything is the north by northwest house Like thinking the about it best I, house i haven't seen that movie in several years and i can picture vividly exactly what that house is you know as soon as you say the north by northwest house
1: because it's the best house
0: yeah yeah well so okay i will i will say this even though our experiences watching this movie were very different um i will fess up and say that the first time i watched this movie i didn't like it i thought donnie dying was bullshit and i didn't like a lot of the jokes there's there's a lot of the bad stuff that for whatever reason on the second third fourth etc viewing um that i liked a lot more. And maybe it's just sort of picking up on, like, dumb little details. You know, my favorite thing in the world, little details. Maybe <laughs> it's just stuff like that that uh, came out. It. But, yeah, no, the first time I saw this movie, I was kind of, like, eh on it at best. And that's why when I saw Hail Caesar, uh, when, when that came out, and I didn't really like that. Oh, see, I, I did on... actually
1: really like Hail Caesar.
0: <laughs> which, which I'll get back to back to that in a second. But I was going to say is I posted on Facebook when I got out of the movie, like, I think I didn't like this movie, but Coen Brothers, so shrug. (laughs) Um, But on the top of Hail Caesar, that movie starts off with Dumbledore narrating with, uh, what's the name of the actor? Um, Michael Gambon. Michael Gambon narrating uh, Hail Caesar. And so because of this movie, I was fully expecting Michael Gambon to show up in the flesh in Hail Caesar. (laughs) And I was so bummed when he didn't. That that was something that that I was just, if they had the stranger as a Scottish uh, guy, Is, is Gambon Scottish? i don't Pause, believe checking. so but i don't know hold on irish-born actor oops i uh did, did don't get those two confused that's not That's a big faux pas yeah mm. <laughs> uh irish-born actor um yeah the fact that the fact that he didn't show up in Hell Caesar was uh, that bummed me out um anyway back 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 to back to this movie um here i'm just looking back um, at notes
1: that dog is not a pomeranian
0: yeah i know it's a well walter says i think it's a pomeranian or something like he he's okay, misinformed okay. about a great many things <laughs> okay just
1: to clarify because like he's like all about oh it's a show dog whatever and i'm like it might be a show dog i literally what i, I don't even know if, was, if it's a show dog i don't i doubt it's a show dog. dog but it's not a pomeranian
0: i i doubt no, that i'm pretty sure
1: it's a norwich terrier
0: okay <laughs> The, the, there's an app you can use, do now. You can like take a picture of a dog and it'll tell you what type of dog it is. Um, it's a, like a Microsoft like artificial intelligence thing. That's it's, very
1: dubious to me. You
0: no, know, they, they've shown they've shown a computer like thousands of pictures of dogs and told it told, told to associate this is what this third dog looks like, and so it's supposed to identify the breed. But in practice, what's actually happened when they released this app is everyone's just posting pictures of themselves, uh, and oh, it's obviously. telling you. So I, I'm a golden retriever for for the record. Because um, internet. I internet mean,
1: that's uh, what, I'm, that's I'm sure they knew that what what was what was do. gonna happen
0: but um well anyway. you
1: think that but people <laughs> do lots of dumb things like for instance the what is it government or some whatever entity was like oh let's let the internet vote on the name of a boat that could never make both face yeah i mean i really i genuinely think that somehow people don't know that the internet is always going to like Take and, everything and, and twist it around and mess. And it I out.
0: love the fact that they kept, they keep on digging themselves into a hole. I mean, we're recording this. Let's this be super date by the time this, this comes out. But just this week, they they decided, oh, you know what? Forget this whole democracy thing. We're just gonna name the boat ourselves. Which has is like the ultimate Streisand effect. It's like just let the internet have a fucking boat and just move on. Like don't keep on putting yourself in the headlines as the villain. Like what what is wrong with you, British science Arctic <gasps> boat people agency? okay <laughs> it's it's stupid prs specific, uh,
1: yeah well and the bottom line is whenever people do stuff like that it's just kind of like did you have you heard of the internet <laughs> do you know what it is
0: it believes in nothing lebowski it believes in nothing
1: <laughs> exactly see how
0: i loop that back around
1: i do yes yeah. good job
0: i uh i i i'm a big fan of the fact that uh when uh when Donnie asks like are these Nazis Walter he says no they're nihilists it's nothing to be afraid of I
1: know like he's a kid except oh wait then it kills him
0: no 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 but also fucking movie they're, they're they're nihilists there's nothing to be afraid of No, I know <laughs> I I think that's a brilliant fucking line I we're just gonna have to agree to disagree I still fucking love this movie so much yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, I love Train Spotting, so yeah.
0: And I, I, I like.
1: Ag- we're agreeing to disagree.
0: I like Train Spotting. I just had a lot of problems with it, so. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. So uh, I think that's gonna close the book on this one. Yeah. Move on. Oh, one more thing. Um, until, okay. So when I saw Big Sleep last week, when we watched Big Sleep last week. Um, I thought I did not know the term Shamus meaning private investigator. I thought oh, that was a new term this. for me. They yeah. use it in this. Yeah. Uh, they well, call it Shamus, Seamus, but, yeah, but... but it's the same thing. Yeah. I wrote that down. Um, when he gets confronted by the, uh, by the other, the, the private Snoop, the dick, the PI, you know, he's just <laughs> yes. like, Oh, it's me. I'm a brother Shamus. So, exactly. anyway. um, on that completely irrelevant <laughs> note, because life is random, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Uh, <laughs> Emily, what are we going to be talking about next week?
1: Okay. Uh, I'm actually not 100% sure if this is on the list, so we're going to start with a question that also is maybe not a substantial part, but, like, might be influencing a little bit of my issue with this movie.
0: Okay. Have you seen Stick It? No.
1: Okay. We're going to watch Stick It.
0: I have no idea what that is.
1: Well, it's a movie, and we're going to watch it. And just... I'm a bit scared. So you're you're confused and scared. To to explain what I mean, Jeff Bridges is in it.
0: Okay. And I've seen
1: it many... And it came out well after this movie. But I've seen it many times. And so it's part, maybe a little teeny... Maybe a little teeny tiny fraction (laughs) of what's going on is that when I hear Jeff Bridges' voice, like... It's the character from that movie.
0: Oh yeah, I I I would not put the movie Tron or Tron Legacy on my list. Both of those are just kind of you know fine but not great movies in my opinion. But it's impossible to watch those movies. Uh, I guess especially the first Tron or a lot of Jeff Bridges movies where he's just sort of talking semi normally, like not True Grit where he's doing a voice, but like Jeff Bridges movies where he's talking normally right after seeing the Big Lebowski. It's it's uh it's pretty pretty funny to to imagine he's just you know the dude still. Yeah, um. and
1: I mean he's um, well. I don't want to get too much into it, but anyway, we'll, we're gonna watch. we we'll watch it next week. <laughs> we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. Stick it. Um, and it'll be an adventure.
0: Okay. Uh, until then, Emily, where else can we find you on the internet?
1: Uh, I am on Twitter. Where, if anyone actually listens to this podcast, I'm probably about to get a lot of anger from a lot of Big Lebowski fans. Uh, nah, At EJ, nah, at EJ reports. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of fans of this movie.
0: From yeah, what but I, I mean, from what I hear, they're, they're, they're all just sitting around, just getting high and watching it over again. They're, they're too busy to. If
1: only we were posting this episode the day we're recording it, which is April yep, 20th. I, re- that I one, realized that. That would I know I realized it too. That would really, <laughs> that would really, like, diminish the, the impact of my disliking this movie among its <laughs> fan base. Sadly, uh, it's going to come out well after April 20th.
0: Yeah, no, this would be out, like, May or June.
1: Whatever. We're not going to put a date. Don't say, don't no. say date.
0: <laughs> Sometime between May and December. <laughs> Sometime
1: before it's 2017.
0: <laughs> I was I was saying December 2018, but hey, hedge our bets. Uh, so you can find uh, Animlani on uh, Twitter, EJ century. Reports. <laughs> what?
1: I said before the end of this century.
0: Yeah. All right. You're, you're EJ Reports. I'm Hey Hey ESJ on Twitter. Uh, that's it for Dragon Geek vs. Mega Noob. We're signing off. Emily, I know you didn't like this movie, but that's just like your opinion, man. This has been Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. For more, visit gvnpodcast.com.
1: de una vela y nuestra de camino. Soy vos el corriador y yo te di que diciendo, tal.